What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, Bridie. Hi, baby. How you doing? I'm good. I feel good today. Yeah, you ready to talk about some sex? <laughs> I'm ready to talk. Let's see where it goes. Okay. Okay. Well, fuck. Our podcast is about <laughs> sex, so I hope that's what we're talking about. Well, um, this is not totally... I get, it's not totally related to sex. I mean, I would like to explore from the angle that it doesn't have anything necessarily related to sex. I feel like you're going to tell me something interesting. Um... Yeah, so I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts the other day, and they were reading emails from listeners. Why don't you plug that podcast? What are, uh, what are you talking about? It's called Guys We Fucked. It ah, comes out on Fridays. Fantastic podcast. It's so funny. Um, and uh, they were reading an email from one of their listeners, and the, the listener was ta- was writing about how they were moving to New York, and they were an artist, and they were pursuing an artist's career, and they were looking at different ways of funding their lifestyle while they were there because it's a very expensive city to live in. Like selling used clothing or um, getting a job as a custodian, mm-hmm. right? Like those kinds of things? Yeah, kind of. Exactly. Um, except if one of those jobs had an app that you could download to your phone and, and just do from your phone. Um, it's called Seeking Arrangement. And it's a, uh, it's a way of connecting with people who have something that you might need, like money or influence or uh, popularity or like an insider's um, perspective. I don't know what other needs you might have. 
in exchange for money. So basically you sign up and you sign up as a woman or a man. It's like a sugar daddy kind of situation. Okay. So, so I was listening and it's a, it's an app that I looked into before just out of curiosity. Um, this is how it always starts. Mm-hmm. I was just curious. And so I, you know, I just wanted to see how the app worked. So I made a username and, and uh, well, I needed a photo. So I took a photo of my own face. And I registered a new email address. <laughs> and um, I did too. And um, oh, Jesus. So yeah, I signed up and made an account. Um, which is really funny because one of the things you have to do when you sign up for something like this is you have to write a bio or a little like about me. And that's, I hate writing about myself. It's always, it's always kind of hard. Yeah. And especially, uh, I'm guessing with this, uh, this particular bio, um, hi, my name is, you didn't say Bridie, did you? Uh, you're using a different name, a pseudonym. I, I, I don't. I think I use my, I planned on using a pseudonym, but now that I'm, I should probably check that. Oh, Jesus. You, uh, I hope you didn't. I my, hope you did. My, uh, my, my like username is made up. Okay. So, so not your name. Mm-mm. Okay. So it's like, hi, my name is Tulip mm-hmm. and I am looking for someone to take me to Paris. It's like you read that right from my bio. Is that your bio? That's exactly. Are how you going to, can you read your bio? Will you tell me what it says? Uh, no. No? Oh, okay. All right, well then, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Is this... Okay. We're talking sugar daddy. Mm -hmm. You just said the word sugar daddy. Yeah. From what I understand, a sugar daddy, if I was a sugar daddy, I would be a man who has a lot of money. I would probably also um, be a little overweight and have a really bad mustache. No, I'm just kidding. But if I was if I was a sugar daddy, uh, I would be um, interested in providing whatever I can provide with my monetary um, uh, wealth mm-hmm. uh, to ladies or a lady who will provide. Much great sexy time for me in exchange. You know what? Is this is this that is should that be sh- your bio when you <laughs> sign up? Yeah, yeah. Um, is that what a sugar daddy is? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yo, what's up, baby? I got money, um, and you're looking for money. So, what's our arrangement here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called seeking arrangement. Okay. Now, oh here's God. my next question. That's part A. Part B. Is that not prostitution? Mm, I knew you were going to ask that. Um, and no judgment. Yeah. No judgment at all. I am all for this. Okay. I, I am gaining as much from this arrangement as you are. Well, we share a bank account. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. But I am wondering, does that, what is like, is that the definition of prostitution? Well, the definition of prostitution, according to the Google, is the practice or occupation of engaging in sexual activity with someone for payment. Okay, but this so, app, but this app doesn't necessarily. Um, no, it, it, that's not the. That's not what this app is no. all about. In fact, some people's taglines on their bios are like seeking travel companion, seeking huh. like company for uh, business functions. But do you have to funk the fuck fuck them in the function? You you <laughs> do don't you, have to function them. Do you no. have to? Did you have? Do you have to get? Do you have to get the function on the trip? Do you got to function them on the trip? Um, no, there's no, no. 
Well, okay. you know what? Right, it's similar, right. I think, to like escorting, <coughs> where the idea is that the money is being exchanged for the person's time. Right. Yeah. Um, right. And escorting is just another word for prostitution, is it not? No. No. Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. So a prostitute, um, according to Urban Dictionary, is one who will perform sexual acts if payment can be arranged. <laughs> uh, payment does not have to be money, though. That's what uh, Urban yes. Dictionary says. Could be, could be cocaine. And uh, the, could be, uh, could be flights. Could be, yeah, um, tuition. Tuition, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Could be a whole bunch of things. I should say that the doc, that the guy who who entered that definition's username is Adolf Hitler Jr. <laughs> So I don't know how much we can trust. <laughs> Super credible. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you signed up for this app. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to read your bio because I guess that's kind of uh, a, a little bit too pu- too public knowledge. Because mm-hmm. um, dis- I guess you're using some uh, discreetness here on this site. Uh, well, yes, Big everyone's time. very concerned everyone's with discreetness because discreet. there's married people on here. Right. Ooh. Uh, mm-hmm. Ooh. The plot thickens. Mm-hmm. You are married, and you are on there. I know, and I th- it's interesting because I've had a number of people reach out since I created my account less than two days ago. Oh fuck! Really? Yeah. And and um, what's I, the word on the street? What are they asking you? Um, I've had some a few interesting conversations. Uh, I've exchanged messages back and forth. Um, so a lot of them are pretty tame, like like same shit you'd find on Tinder. Like, hi, how was your holiday? Blah blah right. blah. Okay. How are you feeling? Anything f- super freaky? Um, well, no. Um, this one guy, he I'll read you his message. Um, he said his uh, I I commented on his occupation, which I w- I won't say. Sorry. Uh, oh come on. Mm-mm. What? You can't, no, even, it's you can't like, even say that? No. There's that millions of people out there. I, who knows? He might be uh, an option. I don't yeah. want to out well, him right he, now. Well, okay, how about this? Mm-hmm. Um, make up another occupation that isn't that one, but is very similar. Okay. Um, he works for the CIA. Oh, fuck yeah. This is great. Okay. I love this. Um, and I said, that sounds interesting. And he said, it's He's very like, yeah, hush-hush. I shoot terrorists. <laughs> He's like, are you a sh- are you a terrorist? Because I want to shoot you if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about coming, coming on you. But uh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> um, he said, "All very hush hush." Of course, are you good at keeping secrets? Ooh. And I said, "So good at keeping secrets." Oh fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, I'm, keep going, keep going. Yeah. And then what did he say? And he said, "Well then, my name is blank, named after a saint, but I'm not that saintly. For example." Tell me a bit more about yourself. Do you like kittens? As I said something about kittens in my bio. Do you like kittens? What's your favorite color? High heels in bed or do I have to spank you first? You know Whoa. all the normal things a guy wants to know about a girl. Okay, hold on, hold on. Is this all one message, one single message? Yeah. Can you read that again from start to finish? Well, then my name is named after a saint, but I'm not that saintly. For example, tell me a bit more about yourself. Do you like kittens? What's your favorite color? High heels in bed, or do I have to spank you first? God, that went from zero to 100 real quick. Do you you like kittens, and can I spank you? All the normal things a guy wants to know about a girl. Oh, man. Mm Mm-hmm. So then what did you say? I haven't said anything yet. Oh, okay. Well, let's message him back right now. (sighs) What do I say? Um, Well, should I? I I, I mean, I want to be honest with this person. All right. Well. Someone else said, um... How about three to four hundred dollars to meet? 
Ooh. Now, do you think that guy is assuming that you're going to sleep with him for three or four hundred dollars? Um. Well, I don't know. I didn't ask. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I would never put myself in that situation. I don't think. No, that was my next question. Was going to be at what at like at what point does it change? Like, at, like where at where's the line? Like, where's your line here? Like if you were, say there's a guy, okay, let's do hypotheticals for a sec. I know our therapist always says, don't ever speak in hypotheticals, but mm-hmm. let's do it for fun. Okay. Uh, say there's a guy who comes on there, right? And he's like, hey, I'm Ralph. And you're like, hello, Ralph. Um, <clears throat> now, Ralph's bi- bio pic is, his profile pic is, is, he's not your type, we'll say. We'll say, we'll place Ralph in like the... Uh, late fifties and maybe like, I'm just guessing what's not your type late fifties, um, unkempt, um, uh, fairly overweight and like sweaty looking, just naturally sweaty looking. Okay. So Ralph, that's Ralph, but he is a, um, he is a, a startup, uh, um, a tech startup. He, he runs a tech startup and his, because uh, it says on there what their like income is, right? Mm-hmm. So say his income is one point five million a year, mm-hmm. and he says, "Hey, let's hang out, um, and I would love to offer you um, seven hundred dollars to hang out for a weekend at a cottage outside of town." That sounds like I'm signing up to get murdered. Oh, God, I know it does. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? Like, <laughs> okay. okay, so that's the line. You'd, you'd, say, you'd say, listen, Ralph, <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, you wipe your brow. And also, no. <laughs> okay, what if Ralph said, uh, what if Ralph said, um, I would like to pay for your rent for a year if you will be my girlfriend? That's, that's. I mean, is that silly? Is that something that like? It, does that seem unplausible? I guess I just don't get the app. Like, I should well, join it. You should join it for sure, yeah. um, because we could really use the money. And um, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, when does it come become prostitution when money's involved? No, here's the thing. Most of the people that I've actually exchanged messages with have said, like, I, my my bio is very real. It's it's me. I'm talking about myself. And I think most of the people that have reached out have said. <laughs> They said straight up, I am not interested in just sex. I'm looking for a relationship, something substantial. I want to have a real connection with with the person that I'm connected to. Interesting. Man, that's so interesting. Do you think that, like, do you think that... So I ask one of them, who's apparently some, has some, like, celebrity status, um, not, uh, anyway, I don't know his name, but he... Bob Barker. (laughs) Um, Is that the Wheel of Fortune guy? Uh, Price is right. I think he's dead too. I'm sorry. R.I.P. Bob. Yeah. Um, He was a good looking fucker too. He's charming. Do you have white hair? Like slim white hair? Yeah. He beat the shit out of Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore. It was great. Yeah. The ideal sugar daddy would look like um, that guy from the... The white-haired guy from Mad Men. Oh yeah, um, uh, Anderson. Uh, no, that's Anderson Cooper. He's a good-looking fucker too. <laughs> he is. <actually>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, Roger Sterling. Hmm. John Slattery. <sighs> He's a handsome fucking dude. Yeah. I, I think he knows it. I wonder if he's married. 
Do you think he's married, or do you think he's just like he's just been playing the single game his whole life? He seems like a perpetual bachelor. I'm gonna look him up. <sighs> yep, he's got a spouse. And how hot do you think she is? She's super babe. Uh, I can't tell. She doesn't have a Wikipedia. Anyway, what were you saying? Um. Yeah. So I exchanged, I exchanged messages with this guy, and I. S- said to him we seem to have a lot of things in common and he or he said that to me I don't know and he he expressed that he is interested in a real connection with someone and I said absolutely I, that makes complete sense to me um and he was like ask me something so I said what this is not a traditional dating app I don't think why are you here and uh and he basically was just like I can't use tinder because everyone fucking knows who I am so I'm I'm on here. It's oh, super discreet. Right. Um, you only choose to s- share your pictures with someone once you have. And did you know who he was when you looked at the picture? Or were you like, oh? No, I tried to reverse Google image search the pictures. He you sent should me. just show me. I'll I'll probably know who it is. Uh, here's a little crazy thing. Mona Sterling Pike, aka the woman who plays um, Roger Sterling's wife. That's his actual wife oh, in real man, life. Man, of course, because their chemistry is amazing. Talia Balsam, the real wife of John Slattery. They have that. They have a real marriage quality. They about do them have a show. real marriage quality. Yeah, they hate each other like a real marriage. <laughs> <laughs> they get they 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 nailed that right on the oh, head. Maybe neither of them are really that great actors. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Okay, that's that's the whole that's thing. That's why Mad we, Men. That's why we should perform more regularly. We together. should, yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna do this app for a bit. Yeah. You're gonna see where it takes you. It takes us, I guess. Uh, seeing as our bank account is shared. Um, cool. Can I? Can can we find like? Can you ask? Can you? You know what? How about this? Can you add to your bio? I love video games, and just add gaming in there. And then, and then, if anybody ever asks, like, "Oh, you're into gaming," you'd be like, "Yeah," and I would really love the new Nintendo Switch. If only a sultry gentleman would give me a Nintendo Switch, and then if they buy one, you give it to me. I, we high five, and uh, and then you do whatever you know. You get whatever the other things you need on your. You're just being lazy. You just need to create your own account. There's sugar mamas out there. Yeah. Oh, and you—they they, would eat you up. They would eat me up. I, I'm sure. Um, what do they look like, though? I wonder. Well, you just gotta get. Honestly, gotta get I've had some it. guys contact me that are fairly attractive. What's your age cap? Like, like, if, what, what's your, what's your, what's your age? Um, what's the ceiling? There's no ceiling, but I wouldn't date anyone younger than 25. Oh, but y- there's no ceiling. What yeah. you date a dude that's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't need someone Hello, pretty lady. else talking at me all the time. What's your name? <laughs> Sit on daddy's lap. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, don't put all your weight down my hip. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> Just speeding him along towards the grave, yeah. at which point I will inherit all of his money. Yeah. While blackmail his estate. Oh, Jesus, Bridie. My God. I have a feeling it's gonna bring out some <clears throat> it's gonna bring out some dark side of me, I think. Oh, this is not good then. Get off that app. I don't want uh, I don't want some witch for a wife. Dirty money? You don't want dirty money? <clears throat> I like dirty money. Yeah, it's a little exciting. Yeah. I mean, we I straight more... up someone asked me what kind of arrangement I was looking for. Do you want to, do you, are you curious about what I said? 
Yeah, I, I would love to know. So basically, it's so weird to try to like promote yourself in this way. So it's like I was like yeah. all self conscious about what I have to offer. It's the weirdest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. But you know what? It's not that far off from the regular dating world because I recently was with was interested in dating someone who doesn't live in the same province as me. And, and there was talk about like making a trip and I was so full of anxiety about it because I was like, uh, I like, I just don't know. That's a lot of pressure. I felt anyway. So in my bio, I, I essentially was like, (laughs) I've been told that, um, like I'm pretty good company. I'm really, I'm pretty smart. I'm educated. I can hold my own in a social situation. I I thought you were going to say, I've been told I give great (laughs) blowjobs. Well, that's later on in my bio. (laughs) (laughs) That's page two. (laughs) I tried to keep it short and concise, so I didn't say anything sexually. But I did say I I like to touch people. Okay. Um, But then and then I said, and I'm an artist, and I have a lot of like big, um, uh, elaborate things I want to do in my life, and I'm tired of being weighed down by the stress of my student debt. Fuck yeah, babe. I think this is awesome. I was sitting here in my head going, there's going to be some people that listen to this and go, she's fucked. Yeah. That's fucked up. I think that is one of the most like strong, ambitious, like. Well, essentially what I'm asking for is a benefactor. I'm saying, I, I, I want you to invest in me. Dude, how many people, how many people when they go dating, when they go in the, to the dating world, I never did this, but. When I hear about it and when I look at people doing it, I don't ever judge it, but people who choose their life partner based on what that person does for a career. Yeah. You know, or, or at least, or at least places that very highly, mm-hmm. you know, someone that would go, oh, he's a doctor. Oh, he's a catch. Oh, he's a catch. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, he's a, he's a, um, a non-working actor. Oh, <laughs> he, <laughs> he is not a catch. You know uh, what I mean? Like. I think that, you know, it's no fucking different than that. It isn't. And I've actually, I, a good friend of ours was, I was chatting with her at one point. She's also an, uh, an actor. And she was talking about how, you know, a couple of years ago, she went and met with a super rich guy who was just like, this is what, I have a lot of money. <coughs> and I like to invest in young artists that I believe in. And I, just, I pay them a living wage to live. And Jeez. then they could do their shit. And uh, Is he into couples? Again, I think if you just hop on this app, I got to get on it. I'll yeah. get on it. Yeah. What's it called? What's the app called? Seeking Arrangement. Okay. How long does it take to set up a, a, a profile? N- like no time at I'll all. I'll do it tonight. Five minutes. <clears throat> yeah, I'll do it tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything else you wanted to add on that? I guess I just kind of wanted to hear your, th- you know, I wanted to hear you say you were cool with it. and um, I'm cool with it, babe. As long as you keep me uh, in the loop and as long as you get a Nintendo Switch, I am all for it. One quick question. Yes. Um, because I do state in my profile that I'm married, and a lot of people who ask me about that assume that I'm cheating, I'm cheating on you. Yeah. Um, and I, I've only clarified with one person that I'm actually in a, like in a poly marriage, mm-hmm. and it's totally okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that... I, I mean, I'd like to just be as honest as possible. Yeah. Well, that's one of our uh, main... Rules, one yeah. of our boundaries, which is we've agreed, both of us, if we're going to see anybody, um, that they must be aware that we are married and 
open. And that is consensual. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And yeah, I would say I, I would like to stick to that rule even with this. But if you feel like, ooh, there's this one person and I get the vibe that if I tell them I'm married, but but my husband's cool with it. But he's a bajillionaire. Yeah. And, yeah. And you want to keep it secret. Uh, let's, let's come back to the drawing board. Cause I'm sure I'll change my mind. I honestly have no shortage of people contacting me at this point, And I feel like sweet. I only need one, right? Get that cheddar, baby. Get that fucking cheddar. Um, well, babe, I'm excited for you and excited for whoever else gets to experience, uh, what you have to offer through this app. Because they're in for a treat when they meet you. The only thing I'm not really excited about is having to dress nicely and brush my hair and wear makeup. I bet you when you meet a sugar daddy and he buys you a bunch of nice clothes and tosses in some guy clothes because you tell him you're into dressing like a guy sometimes because we have the same size, size. uh, he will buy you clothes that's so nice that you'll go, I love dressing nice. Do you think he would fly me to Montreal so I could see my hairdresser? Absolutely, 100%. Do you think that he would be cool with buying some men's jeans because you think that you look better in men's jeans than women's jeans? I can ask. Wink, wink. Okay, sweet. Uh, Cool. I love you. I love you too. And you know what else I love? What else do you love, baby? I love that we sat down and talked to a professional cam girl and dominatrix. I love that too. I really want to sit down with her and ask her some some career counseling, actually. I feel like she is a a pretty talented businesswoman, (laughs) if you know what I mean. It's pretty unusual what she does, for sure. Uh, I hope it boggles your mind as much as it clearly boggled ours. Well then, without further ado, let's throw it to our conversation with Miss Cassandra. Does she go by Miss? Ooh, good question. Uh, I don't know, she should. Lady Cassandra. Lady Cassandra. (laughs) Yeah, I... Do you, are you familiar with my free cams? I am. Are you on my free cams? I was. No, you weren't. Really? I was for a while. That's actually where I started camming. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, (laughs) 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 We have this like funny thing where we, uh, and by we, I mean me, Brian and Taylor have this funny thing where we, um, kind of play. Pull it right up to your mouth. We pull we play a little, uh, sort of joke on each other where we will bring that website up. And just leave it on one another's computer and then leave. I love um, that. Yeah, it's really funny. But there was one time we were sitting down. We were watching a, uh, I think we were watching like a surf competition. And for some fucking reason, either Brian or Taylor, definitely wasn't me, was like, hey, uh, we should just put my free cams on while we're watching this and like have two screens going. And I was like, why would we do that? And they're like, no, 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 it's, it's fun. Let's see what happens. So they brought it up and... Uh, we could not get over the sound of the guy, like when the guy like makes the like donation. The yeah, the ching, yeah. ching, 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 ching. Such ching. a happy sound. Oh my god! And then we were trying to, we were trying to calculate. This is perfect. You're going to be able to fucking help me out here. We were trying to calculate how much does someone make on my free camps. Like, do you mean per token? Or? Well, yeah. So, so per token, like, so we were watching. We had this like, there were two girls. And they were just hanging out, and they're like, we're probably going to get naked at some point, but like, first let's pillow fight. And they're like hitting each other with the pillows, and they're like laughing about it. And then they like sit down, and they kind of read 
some of the messages that like guys were sending yeah, to them and they'll like the giggle chat. and laugh at the guys <laughs> or whatever. And they're like, yeah, you want to get naked? Like maybe in a bit. Hey, who wants to see us get naked? Send us some tokens. Ching, 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 ching. And we were going, how many, like if a token costs whatever, like for me, Joe Smith to buy, how much do they get? You get 60%. 60%. Yeah. Okay. So if I bought, let's say a token, uh, let's say a token is is $3. Yeah. You would take 60% of that $3. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. And that's the highest payout that there is for camming right now, like available. Unless you're going to like a niche website, 60% is the highest you're going to get. Okay. And that, and the other percentage goes to the company or whatever that's yeah. run, like myfreecams.com. Like those dudes are, and gals that are running that site. Absolutely. Those dudes. Pretty much anybody I've ever talked to, any men I've talked to about camming are all like, I've been thinking about doing that. Just, you know, I'm just sitting at home drinking off all the time. So I, I might as well put a camera on myself. I've thought about camming so many times, but I feel like ma- male camming isn't, uh, isn't a big thing. You would be surprised. Oh yeah? Would yeah. Yeah. You, you know would I mean? be surprised. How would I do on, if I, I was I think camming? you would do well. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. What kind of shit would I have to do to get mad tokens? Mad tokens? Um, I think in my experience, like for mad tokens, you just need to like have fun. And I kind of try to forget that the camera's there. And I think of it as like a, a TV show. So I always do like themes. Like for Halloween, I did like Halloween themed creepy cam stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like... I don't know. I think you just kind of have to find a niche and like, like work it. Can we talk about niches for a second? Because yes, I'm just like, I love that um, you got into foot stuff and, and that like, that's a niche, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Is it like, what are, what are like the best paid niches or the most like in demand niches? Um, I would say in my experience, um, big ones are like uh, POV. So like point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, blowjob tees, so that's girls with, like, toys and stuff. Like, guys like to kind of, you really need to, like, push the fantasy thing. Mm. Um, I've had people pay me for hypnosis videos where you're doing, like, sexual hypnosis, uh, cuckold videos where you're kind of, like, putting someone down. Cucks! Cucks! Cucks, okay. I lo- that's Can my we new, also talk I love about that new word. cuck that's- is the word of 2015 it- into 2016 for sure on okay. the internet. I love the word cuck. It's great. I love it's it. It's a great word. Fucking cuck. Uh, okay, so let- let's take it back. Your name is Cassandra. Yes. Hello, Cassandra. Hello. How old are you? I'm 24. 24. And um, you are, uh, what do you do for work? Um, I'm a cam girl. Slash uh, internet celebrity slash um, online sweetheart, I would suppose. Online I, sweetheart. Yeah, I started, I haven't worked a vanilla job since May 2014. Okay. So oh, wow. I, I like to call myself a CEO. Nice. Which is kind of like a CEO, <laughs> but with like, you know, the oh, sex work in there. <laughs> so you literally, like, that's your job. That's where you're making your... Uh, you're making your coin. That's where I'm making my coin. So if someone wants to find you online, is it is it a website that you have, or are you in all, kind of all different places? Um, right now, I'm kind of scattered throughout. Like uh, <laughs> I'm not with my free cams right now. That's where I, I got my footing and mm-hmm. started off. Um, I'm on Chatterbait now, uh, which I prefer. I just find it's like um, there's like it's a lot easier to sign up. I find there's a lot more traffic there. I enjoy the people that come there. A lot more than the My Free Cams because My Free Cams I found was more like a lot of people 
trying to see what they could view for free without really coming with money or tokens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So you have like regular paying people? Yes. I've got people from like day one when I first started camming that are still like viewing me now and like send me Christmas gifts and birthday gifts. Like my birthday, I got lots of like Amazon gift cards and wish list items and stuff like that. I call them like daddies. Nice. Yeah. Do you have it? Do you have a, okay. So Wow, this is a lot. This is so interesting. <laughs> it's not every day you get to sit down with someone who I have is so many questions. Yeah, so many questions. Well, let's let's go into before I think before we get into like the nitty gritty of the business of it all and yeah. like your work. Um, do you want to go back into like the sort of like your your or your sexual origin story? The My sort of like yeah, story. like the upbringing of what what made Cassandra the Cassandra she is today at 24? My mother was a uh, pro-dominatrix. Get the... What the fuck? <laughs> so I'd say that's kind of what started. Holy my, shit. Uh, really? Yes. And... Oh, <laughs> okay. Please. Sweet. Please discuss. Yeah. Okay. So... So... And you knew this growing up. Yes, I did. Wow. I did. So um, what's your... Yeah. What's your earliest memory of knowing that? My earliest memory of knowing that? Um... I'd say probably, like, I always knew about it, but, like, the most vivid memory would be 16. Uh, my mother had a man that would come in in, like, a rubber maid suit and clean the house. Okay. And that was just something that was extremely normal for me. Like, it was very, like, I no. don't know. No. Yeah, it was. It was really normal. And did and you I, talk- found, I found it really... Um, like, my mom's also a really hardcore feminist as well, yeah. so I found it really, like, empowering and awesome, and I just thought, like, sweet, when I get my own place, I can't wait to have a man in a rubber suit, like, clean my house in a maid costume. Like, that was just kind of vanilla to me. Mm-hmm. And did you, were you able to talk to this guy? Like, was it like, oh, hey, hey, Jeff, like, Oh, you totally could. You t- totally could. Yeah, for sure. And it wasn't like a sexual thing. He wasn't, like, crawling around licking the floor or anything. He was, like, full-on, like. He had a job to yeah, do, he and he a, fucking did that job exactly. well. And he paid your mom to do that job. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wasn't, I don't want to make it sound like I was present for a bunch of, like, yeah. weirdness. I knew it happened. Mm-hmm. And then later on, as I got older, um, while we still had a relationship, we discussed a little bit more in depth, like, what it was she did. Because I, myself, kind of, like, toy with the pro-dom thing as well and do, like, a lot of fetish and, like, kink weirdness, but completely non-sexual Mm. Like, for example, I had one guy that I met up with at a uh, Starbucks and we sat across from each other while he drank my pee out of like one of their takeout cups. Mm-hmm. And that was like, he paid me for that. That was a big, <laughs> that, was a, that was one of my first now, experiences. What, what kind of conversation did you have across the table while... Well, it was, oh I was kind of belittling him. Like, that's what yeah. he wanted. He wanted to be embarrassed publicly. Mm-hmm. And I definitely did that. And it's hard for me because I'm a sweet young yeah. woman. Yeah. So it, it's a little bit hard for me when they're like, oh, like, belittle me or like, cuck me. And I'm just like, mm, you know, like, it's kind of hard for me. But now I just like switch right into it and mm-hmm. I've got it. And it was a really fun day. I was nervous about it initially, but it was pretty awesome. Yeah. What kind of paycheck do you get for? Something like For that. something like that, specifically, like, or um, it's kind of subject to change, I guess. I don't do anything, like, I do nothing where there's me helping you, like, release. Like, I'm not going to jerk you off. I'm not mm. going to let you jerk off. Right. It's a completely non-sexual, like, fetish thing for me. Yeah. Um, I charge a little bit more just because it is, like, a niche thing, but 
normally I'd say like I'm not doing anything for under two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So. Right. So yeah. just to come back to uh, growing up in a household where your mother was a pro dominatrix. Yes. Um, uh, was that is that what she did for the majority of your life? For the majority of um, the time that I lived with her. Okay. Yes. And and when did you? How young were you when you moved in with your mom, or when you started living with your mom? When I started living with her, that that was really prevalent. Was I'd say around fourteen. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, so she did this work, and then eventually you guys talked about it. Yes. What was that? What was that discussion like? Very comfortable. Yeah. Yes. Was it a discussion where you felt like you had a lot of questions or was it oh, a discussion? Absolutely. Yeah. I had a lot of questions and um, I was just starting to like, I've always kind of dabbled with sex work, even when I was working like a vanilla job. Um, I've always had interest in it. Like I've cammed off and on for a lot, like since I was 19. Um, so I kind of had a lot of questions, not only from like a personal standpoint but from like a professional standpoint like wondering about like her own limits or like how she approached different things like things like that so I don't know it it was bizarre I kind of just I guess a lot of people would ask anybody that has that kind of experience it didn't really matter to me that it was my mom you know Mm. and I guess it did like she was cool with it too I guess like she was like well well daughter you know, let me tell you. Let me tell you how mommy does it. Exactly. And was it was that, just totally normal. Is this, so that was her, like, full-time gig? That was her full-time yeah. gig, yeah. Does she wow. still do it? I'm, I don't have a relationship with her right now, so I'm not sure. I'm, I'm assuming that's probably still right. the gig. So uh, when did you lose your virginity? Really late. Really? It was almost 20. And you were, a le- you were for, um, I, I remember you texted me the other day when we were talking about this, and you were like, yeah, I was a gold star lesbian. And I was like, what's gold star <laughs> lesbian? And you're like, uh, no guys, like full on lesbian. Yeah, full on, full on lesbian um, until I was 22. And then you started to dabble more, uh, like on both sides of the fence? Um, I kind of like dove in like head first into the shallow end and thought like, wow, this is great. And ever since I've kind of been like leaning, I find I have like a better emotional connection with women, but like I'm more sexually attracted to men. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like a lot of women would identify with that. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when you lost your virginity, you lost it to a woman? I lost it to a woman, an older woman, um, who was like vastly older than me. She was in her early 30s. And uh, she was actually, like, in school for psych. So she used to be, like, she was really smart. And, I don't know, she was really attractive and sweet and, like, kind of butchy. But uh, knowing I was a virgin, she was really scared to take my virginity. She was, like, that puts a lot of pressure on me. Like, I'm older than you. It was just, like, pretty tense. And what what was it like? What was the experience like? Did she Did she, like, take care of you or? She... Definitely, um, I don't know, I'd say it was pretty, like, cowboy-style, rough-and-tumble, no-taking-care-of-action <laughs> when it did finally happen, because the exact line was, I can only be pushed for so long 
because I was really trying for it. So I kept trying to be like, like seducing her and and it wouldn't work. And then finally she succumbed to it and it was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So did you guys have a relationship? Yes, we did. We had a a four year relationship. Wow. So like pretty, pretty long. Um, And within that time period, like I just learned a lot about like women and sex and the likes. What's, you, is is scissoring a big thing? Scissoring, um, I actually just tried for the first time over the holidays. So that's really, <laughs> really funny that he said that. Um, How was it? I actually, I had a great time. Thank you. I had a great time. Um, my, like, you know... You see it in porn and stuff because, like, I'm watching a fair amount of porn. And I just mean for, like, entertainment purposes mm-hmm. just all the time, like, while I'm eating, yeah, hanging out. As, just, you, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> you course. know, that's just what, what I like to do. When I'm with friends, there's a lull in the conversation. Just, like. <laughs> <laughs> Pop up the porn. Exactly. Red tube on the phone there. But um, uh, scissoring. I've been with a substantial amount of uh, females, and it's not really something that they put forward. It's a it's a really awkward kind of process. Like you got to do some weird maneuvering. Mm-hmm. There's kind of like some crab like movements. You've got to do some like Linda Blair back arching. <laughs> One of you has to be kind of strong. Like yeah, my suggestions for that would be lots of lube and to make sure that you're both like kind of shaven. Because I was like. It was it was good time, but I definitely would have gone with more lube. Just, for, I'm just gonna write this down. For, yeah, for the people. For the people, <laughs> I would definitely say if you're gonna go for scissoring, absolutely be liberal with the lube. Got it. When you first lost your um, virginity to a penis. Oh yeah. Uh, what was that like? Awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Was it like? Um, was it kind of like a? Oh, this. I get it. This is why. Do you know what? It, it was like. Um, this is why what? This is why. <laughs> this is why penises are better. That, 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 that's why. Well, that's what I'm talking about, Brody. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. It was like. Um, this is why everybody wants the D. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts on it. I think that it was totally a, like a. This is the business kind of moment for me. It was somebody that. I had been talking to online for quite a while while I was in a monogamous um, lesbian relationship. And they kind of got me thinking about it here and there. Is this through work online? No, this was like uh, social media. Okay. And I kind of thought about it because at first for a couple of years I was like, oh, guys, like gross. Absolutely. No way. Like I'm going to shave my head and like make sure girls know that I like girls. And like, there's no way I'd ever sleep with a girl that's up with a guy. And like, I was just like, really, I was hardcore about it for a while because I was with a very hardcore, like butchy type lesbian. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how that went. And then all of a sudden I started thinking about it a little bit. And when, we did finally break up because I felt like I wasn't growing anymore and it was just kind of like at a halt. I like the next day ended up hooking up with this guy and it was a totally awesome experience for me. Like an aha moment sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, absolutely. It was great. How young had you I like identified as, as lesbian? Oh, for a long time. I'd say like from probably 12. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Onward. Okay, so yeah. like kind of the beginning of when you when you realize you're like yes. kind of sexual. The, the virginity thing, I never dated until 19. Like I was very much asexual like a plant for quite a while okay yeah what do you what do you do you what do you why do you think that is I think it was um my life was kind of like overly saturated in sex for so long that it was just kind of like a norm for me and it wasn't really something that was taboo or like that I I thought about as much so Mm. I just thought like oh like sex like what else is going on you know what I mean so my mind was kind of other places do you have siblings? I do. It's uh, a it's a boy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and what's his like? Is he he is he, is he completely separated from the, like the sex world? Oh my goodness! Yeah. I had to have a, a really awkward like I had to have a couple awkward family dinners where I was just like, hey, um, if you see something online that looks like it might be me, it could it be. Is. So <laughs> don't fucking click it. Like, because you need like they're very they're very very much online as well Mm -hmm. and i'm like if i came across my sibling on a porn site i'd be mortified if i didn't know yeah um so i figured like give them the heads up because it's better for you to see like a a tiny thumbnail of me instead of click it and like completely here's your vagina full on mortify yourself Um, is that, how did they react to that, that conversation? They were really cool about it, actually. Mm. Like, they know I'm, they, they kind of, um, at first were a little bit grossed out about it, I suppose, just more from the standpoint of, like, the impermanence of doing things like that, like, where you'll end up online, and what if I want to do something later on in life, and that affects it, but... We all agreed that it's just like something that I'm really passionate about and they're really cool with it as long as I'm like just safe with my information. So right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So did you ever did you ever have uh any like second thoughts um about like your future and you know, future like job opportunities or anything like that when you started getting into the cam? And, like, the online sort of sex world stuff? Um, I did while I was working a regular job. Like, I had a little bit of fear for that. And Mm. then it kind of dissipated. And now it's just definitely not a thought in my mind. I think, like, now also, like, people 
are so much more like there's so much more that people are sharing online like it's a lot less taboo than it kind of was and I think it's just going to keep becoming more like that like a lot of people have nudes online or like partial nudes on their Instagram or Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I just think it's becoming more of a norm yeah so I'm yeah I'm not worried about that I heard Dan Savage talk about that on his podcast (laughs) the other day where he was just like giving advice to someone who was concerned that their niece was like putting suggestive photos online. And he was like, until the day when we can all do that whenever we want to, without any sort of judgment or shame, which which is coming. Yes. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and that I I really liked hearing him say that. Um, but in terms of like your future and you said like, you're really passionate about what you do, which is really awesome. Do you have, and you sound like you're really savvy at it. Um, like, do you have kind of long-term career goals with Oh, it? totally, totally. Um, right now, I'm actually, like, I've got a couple things in the works with, like, a few different uh, porn sites, uh, sites that haven't launched yet, so I'm not really allowed to talk about that. But um, ideally, long-term for me, I know a lot of producers, and I'd like to get into producing aspect of it more, like... Cool. Yeah. At some point, that would be the long-term goal. Producing video? Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like porn? Yeah. Cool. Because I'm kind of, that's something that I'm newly branching into. Like, um, before, it was a lot of live stuff for me, or, like, doing, like, meetups and stuff, like, fetish stuff, um, where now I'm kind of branching into, like, uh, recordings and, like, porn and, like, videos and stuff like that. Like, I'm trying to break into that because it's kind of a hard industry to break into um but yeah that's kind of where I'm heading now uh when did you what was the first time you you actually kind of put your foot into the the world of like online sex work chatterbait Uh, chatterbait was the first the first place it was and so for someone who doesn't know what is chatterbait and like how does it work um, you pay real money in and you get something called tokens and then ching 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 yeah. ching 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 <laughs> Exactly. And um so you get to sign up. Uh all the models have to send in their IDs so to make sure everybody's legal. Uh you get to watch people live couples or like just people on their own, like solo, and you exchange the tokens for they usually have something called a tip menu, mm-hmm. which is like where you were saying like the girls were like, oh, like do you feel like getting naked or whatever, like waiting for the tokens? Maybe they'd have like up in their, you have something called a topic. Mm-hmm. It would say like up in your tip menu for 200 tokens, like we'll take your shirt off or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you spend those tokens to like get a show. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And when you first got onto Chatterbait, um, what was that setup like? Were you doing it at home? I was doing it at home, and it's actually really funny. Um, my first time camming, my best friend was with me, and he was in the room off of the camera, and he was like, "He's a flamingly gay boy," and he was like, "Yes, queen, like do it." And he was like, "Do it." And I actually never ended up coming out of my underwear and had a really sweet payout that night. And that's when I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Cause it was very much a personality thing. I was like communicating with a bunch of people, like just talking to a bunch of people. And my tip menu was ridiculous. Like, 
I was like, oh, if you give me this many tokens, I'll crack an egg with my foot. Like, if you give me this many tokens, I'll tell you to fuck yourself. Like, just, I tried to do weird stuff. Like, I have a ventriloquist dummy that I brought on cam. Like, just, I try to keep it fresh and exciting. And that's, yeah, my first experience. And that first payout, like, how, like, how, was it a, a big enough number that you were like, Holy shit. Yes, it was for sure. It was why am I working for somebody else feelings for me? Just because I knew I had put in like um, minimal effort and I had such a nice payout from that. I was like, if I really applied myself and like worked at this and like made it my own thing, then I could definitely like prosper. So that's, yeah, it was a really. I feel like a lot of people will hear this and be like, well, I could do that. But not everybody could do that. And I'm wondering what it is about your personality that it just like makes you really good at it. I love being naked on the internet. Then <laughs> <laughs> I always say I always say I don't want to be an old woman and look back and say I could have been naked in more places. That's that's really comes down to it. <laughs> that's the best fucking answer to that. I love being naked on the internet. <laughs> it's as simple as that. So you're a bit of an exhibitionist. I'm an then. attention horse, I like to call myself. Do it's, you like to be as naked in public as much as oh, you yeah, do on the internet? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Anywhere I can be naked, absolutely. <laughs> have you? Do you have a history of um, of like? So you know, I'm I'm listening to this right now, and and I'm thinking, wow, that's really, you know, you're you're talking about all of these ways that you try to keep it fresh and like try to keep it interesting. Yeah. And you know, like ventriloquist dolls or, or whatever. And I know that because I follow you, your Instagram, like you've got a, your Instagram is intense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you've got a lot of um, pretty like wild um, videos and photos that you put up there. Um, and so I'm wondering like what your, aside from personal or sorry, aside from the professional side of things, What's your personal sex life like? Like, do you are you, do you do you feel like you have to strive to keep your personal sex life as interesting as you would your cam sex life? Um, no, not really. I don't. I feel like it's such a like a second nature thing for me to be like a freaky weirdo that <laughs> like really I don't need to exert that much. Um, energy because it just kind of comes naturally that's I think it's a lot of people have definitely like met me and like saw me online and thought oh you know like that's an online thing or like that's how I'm selling myself and then they get to spend some time with me and they're like and they're like god damn holy shit this doesn't stop like right this is all the time what, so what's uh what's some things that you're really like vibing on right now like do you have any any specific kinks or like any uh any things that someone who's living a pretty vanilla... Let's pretend that Brian was down here right now with us. Uh, what would you tell Brian to really shake up his life? <laughs> <laughs> shake up his life? What do you mean by that? What are you into? What floats your boat right now? What am I into? Like bizarre stuff or just like in general? In general, yeah. Like, I'm really into feet right now. Like yeah. I'm, I'm really into the foot thing. Um more my feet like people paying attention to my feet I'll pay attention to people's feet like 
I've licked mayonnaise off my girlfriend's feet before. That's fine. Like, I'll do whatever three times. But, um, I don't know. I'm into the foot thing. I recently discovered I'm into clowns, which is a kind of weird one. I love that. <laughs> recently discovered how, that was how a do thing. You, how do you discover that? Um... Well, and I was at this fucking kid's birthday party, a clown showed up, and I was like, that's bang. You just stumble upon it innocently, actually. It was just like, that's kind of hot. My exact thought process was, I was watching a video, and it was a clown, and he was making balloon animals, and he was really scary, and he had these big gloves, like these oversized gloves, and I was like, I would really love for that clown to choke me, is my thought process. And um Those big Mickey Mouse. Pants. Yeah. <laughs> and then the more I, I kind of thought like, huh, is that a thing? And I looked into it a little bit. I was like, Yeah, it's a thing. Like There's probably a thing for everything. Oh, there totally is. Yeah. There totally is. Which I found out like spending as much time as I do like for leisure as well as business online, there's definitely like anything you can think of, there's a porn for it or like mm-hmm. somebody sexualized it. Have you fucked a clown yet? Not yet, but You're zeroing I, in on a clown. I'm zeroing in on it. I think I'll probably end up having to like find like a willing inductee and like clown them out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Type get them a stylist, a <laughs> exactly, clown stylist. Exactly. I was thinking about it. I really want to make. Um, I, I have a like a long distance online girlfriend right now and her and I are always like spitballing ideas for like porns we want to make and we were saying like the clown porn would be really fun because like you get makeup everywhere their makeup's crazy like have the oversized gloves like just how much fun it would be but I feel like I haven't I haven't yet had sex with a clown okay not yet. Okay. Um, what else? What else? Are, like any other kinks? Any other uh, things that you're you're vibing on right now? Nothing too crazy. I'm into um, or nothing like that's like too bizarre. I don't think. What's up with like the pictures of you just covered in blood? Which which ones? Uh, I don't know. There's a couple on your Instagram, that's, and you look um, like you just ate someone's heart. Oh, that was a thing. I um actually did eat a heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I, <laughs> was it a human heart? No, it was a beef heart. Okay. But I needed to eat it to gain its powers. <laughs> and that was for my own leisure time. I did that um I did that live in a closed broadcast for like a couple of my regulars and I was like, guys, like I'm going to eat a fucking heart today do you guys want to see this like it's gonna be awesome <laughs> are you guys and, ready for this and they were like of course you are like yes definitely like shoot me a text when that happens but that's probably the time that's probably what i saw that's probably Something the time to do with that. okay are you in a relationship right now um i've got like a couple things on the go but like nothing and, nothing and they solid. know they know what you, you yes to. my life is like a completely open book Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Are you are you monogamous or are you like are you just kind of casually dating or are you pretty much like f- uh, d- definitely not <laughs> monogamous. <laughs> Got it. Definitely not. Um, Check. <laughs> Got it. No. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what I would say about that. Like, if I had to uh come up with like a label for it i I couldn't really it's kind of whatever i'm feeling at the time you just go for it type thing yeah Yeah. as long as like 
whoever I'm with is aware of the situation, then we both kind of do whatever we want. Have you, have you ever had a really serious relationship? Yes. And how long was it? Four years with the woman, right? Yes. And were you in love? Oh yeah, totally. And how did they feel about the the work that you did? They at the time I I wasn't really getting into it. Like I was dabbling with it and it was like a super taboo with them. Like they were not into it at all. And that's kind of when we did split just because I I wanted to like spread my wings and fly type thing and she was really like stifling that. Right. Have you ever been in love with a man? Oh yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Are you like for sure? I I think that I'm not in love all the time. I've definitely been in love with a couple people, um, and it's just like different every time. You know what I mean? Like I fall in love with people, and we just have like different kinds of love. Like the kind of love I had for the woman I was with for four years is completely different than like the one I've had with like my last kind of steady relationship type thing. I'm just like. I don't know. I'm a loving person. Jeremy kind of asked this earlier, but I just wanted to see if I could ask it again and clarify it. Like your sex within your relationships, um, is it, is it like pretty much the same as how you express your sexuality? Like outside of your relationships, are they, are they equally as kind of kinky? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. It kind of like, um, for me, um, I'm a very cross person when I get to know people and like when we are at a point where I know I'm going to sleep with them, like I'm very open about like what it is that like I'm looking for and it's definitely like I have no interest in a vanilla sex life. So mm. yeah. Have you ever had to like overcome any sort of sexual insecurities? Yes, totally. Um, I have a very handsome chest and for a long, <laughs> I do. It's super handsome. What does that mean? Okay, I've, I've got no for I the mean, viewers. viewers. Um, I've got no, I've got no boobs really. And for a long time, that kind of bothered me. The woman that I was with used to kind of like pick at me about it and was just like, "Oh, like you know, like you have like a twelve-year-old boy's chest and all this." And for a long time, I was like one of those girls that didn't want to take their bra off during sex. And now I've. I've actually been with girls that don't want to take their bras off during sex. So I'm like, I want to see those tiny biscuits. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> bring like, it out. Yeah. Bring it out. Um, Do you, is that why you got your nipples pierced? Yeah. Just, just to like add something to the mix? I, I was, I'm so happy now with it because girls think it's handsome. And guys, like, I don't know, guys are into it. And I kind of like wanted to celebrate that, and I was like, "Let's put some jewelry in there too. Yeah. Like, put a ring in it. I fucking I I do. I find like body acceptance is just like the most empowering moment in a woman's life is when they go, "Fuck it, this Absolutely. is what I got." And it's hot. Like that's you know, like I I am I to- I love uh, I love boobs. I'm a I, I'm a huge fan of boobs, but when someone is who has uh, like a smaller chest is all about their body and yeah. they fucking love like they don't give a shit. I love like that. That is just as attractive as as someone who's got like 
very well endowed chest. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that it to me, like I'm just equally as turned on by Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And it's so evident. There's something really empowering to you about looking online at what, what, what kinds of um, women are doing the same kinds of career as you are. And it's like, all shapes and sizes, absolutely. all colors. It's absolutely, like whatever you got, someone wants. I find that. exact, like exactly what you just said. Like it's so empowering because no matter what kind of body type you have, you're gonna have a room full of people, and some of those people like are gonna tell you that you're the most attractive person they've ever seen, and like to somebody in that room, like you are the like you're God. perfect Goddess. perfect body to them. Mm. So it's definitely my confidence has gone up a lot for sure. And I, I, a lot of the women I know that are in that line of work, their confidence definitely goes up from that. Do you feel like that affects your um, outlook on aging? Um, a little bit. Uh, I take really good care of my body. Like I go to the gym. Um, I want to be able to like show myself off for as long as I possibly can. But like, I do know some older women that, are still, like, doing porn and, like, still camming. And I know as you get older, like, it kind of gets harder to do that. But that's that's kind of why I would like to get behind the camera at some point. You know what I mean? When when I'm not so much because I feel like I've aged too much, just I think more when I've, like, outgrown it. Diversify. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know that you've done, you know, you've done an extensive amount of cam work, uh, and I've also heard, uh, and we kind of alluded to it earlier. I don't know if it was, if we were recording or not, but, um, about how you at one point did some camming work for a notable, uh, uh, rapper, um, whose name rhymes with Fanny Clown, (laughs) uh, and, I want to know about that experience because he, I'm a, I'm a fan of his music and I'm a fan of, he's great. And, uh, Fanny clown. And I'm, (laughs) I'm a big fan of watching him outside of his music, like in interviews and sort of behind the scenes stuff. Cause he's a fucking character. Yeah. Oh, he's, He's, it doesn't stop. He's yeah. He's very extreme. And I feel like, uh, I, I, totally makes sense that you did some camera work for him because I feel like the two of you would probably really hit it off. What was that experience like to um, do cam work for Fanny Clown? Um, well, how it came to like be initially was uh, I had a, a sizable Twitter, which I, I deleted. I had a Mariah Carey like glitter era meltdown and deleted a lot of my social media <laughs> for a while. How but, big? How big are we talking? What was your following? Like ten k. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, so That's it was substantial. substantial. Yeah, and um, I had <coughs> I had tweeted that uh, I would eat a tub of Vaseline for Danny Brown to punch me in the face, and that was just kind of like a notice me uh, tweet. And so perfectly he's, worded for yeah, him, I think. Yeah, he started following me, <laughs> and. Uh, he actually messaged me first because he, I remember he followed me on Twitter and then he followed me on Instagram. And then I remember he slid into my DMs, which is my direct messages. And, uh, thanks for clarifying that Yeah, uh, for, for all the, uh, for all the people who are listening to the podcast who are 40 years and older. Where it's going down in the DMs. Um, yeah. So he's, my dad is listening right now and he's going, Oh, got it. 
I actually can't believe I did that. Um, I'm a spinster as well, so I, I like I do that frequently, uh, just for you, for you kids that aren't down with the lingo. Um, yeah, he slid into my DMs. I sent him a video knowing that he loved feet because he. I don't remember if I saw it in an interview or what. Yeah, but I knew he had a foot thing. I think it came out on a noisy there, or maybe Vice. They did a thing, and it was like behind the scenes of like the ASAP ASAP Rocky tour. And I think it was somewhere in there where he was talking about feet, like a lot. Well, I remember that idea was in my mind. Yeah. So I sent him a video of me. What was the video? It was a video of me. Uh, I was in a blonde wig and a leopard print bodysuit. And I had, like, a glitter body lotion, and I was rubbing it on my feet with my, like, camera was down by my feet. So it was, like, kind of like a point of view from my feet. Mm-hmm. Looking up at yeah. your face so as you rub I was feet. rubbing glitter lotion onto my feet. Uh, we started chatting over that a little bit and uh, exchanged numbers. No way. <laughs> we were texting for a while. I remember, yeah, we were texting for a little while. He had just done the pop explosion here uh-huh. when it when this had happened. And uh, that's kind of what sent me off on, like, having to tweet him just because I saw him in the flesh. And I was a huge fan. Yeah. And, like, I was like, I need, I need to reach out. I need him to punch me in the face. Yeah, I need him to punch me in the face. So I... I messaged him like you know like you were just in my city and I tried I had I'd gone to like so many after parties and so many events following his Hoping show get, looking yeah. for him because my luck is awesome and I was like if I meet Danny Brown or if I meet Fanny Clown yes f- fa- yeah. Fanny Clown <laughs> if I meet Fanny Clown <laughs> <laughs> then there's no way that he's not gonna want to suck on my toes. Like, yeah. it's just the way my life works. Did you ever get to meet him in real life? No, oh, but son we of a dis- bitch. we discussed it because I was like, I will fly down there right now and put my toes in your mouth, Mister. Like we were very much talking about it. You were on some terms. We were on some. We were on some terms. Um, I guess this is like a. Maybe there's there's an umbrella for both of these questions, but essentially I'm wondering about uh, what your thoughts are on young girls, underage girls who use um, Instagram in, you know, ways that are uh, really explicit, who are not legal who are um, walking this line. So I'm seeing my sister kind of struggle with this a little bit with one of her daughters uh, who's like in her teens and is beautiful and um, using Instagram as like a platform for gaining likes that are, that are really satisfying for her. Um, And then my sister as a mother is like, how do I teach my daughter that to be proud of your body is, is, is so important, but, but also with a sense of like safety and, um, do you know what I mean? Like what you're doing is so, um, you seem so empowered by it, but there are young women out there who are trying to find that same sense of empowerment with their sexuality, but, um, achieving it in a way that is, um, 
it might be unhealthy just chemically for their for their for as more of an addiction kind yeah. of yeah um i think i don't know for the underage thing like definitely it's something like you're kind of exploiting yourself more you're not you're you're not really done developing at that age you know what i mean like i i know very well that things that i put online like are going to live online somewhere where I think a lot of, like, younger girls that do it uh, don't really think, like, they think they're throwing it up on uh, an account, but they can take it down and then it's gone forever type thing. Like, they're not really thinking about the impermanence. Mm. Um, so I think that's the most important thing to kind of, like, talk about uh, rather than, like, because they're going to do it, they're going to do it anyway yeah. type thing. And I think now with social media, like, I've got a younger stepsister and she just got a tablet and I'm I'm like you have a camera on that and that's horrifying to me and stuff like that but I think it's more um yeah talking about like the safety and like making sure you're using it like to empower yourself yeah but like not exploiting yourself and to think about the consequences that things that you're posting aren't necessarily going to be off the internet once you're if once you, you take it down. Yeah, once yeah. they're up there, they're pretty much up there for life. If you decide life. you want to take it exactly. back, yeah. Kind of yeah. Cool. I think that's a really good point. That is an excellent point. Mm. And then the other question I had um, was with regards to your future as like potential porn producer. Yes. Do you feel like they're, do you feel inclined at all to like create a particular kind of porn that is like more... I don't know, like I've I recently saw some some feminist porn, which is yeah. like some of the best looking filmmaking and some of the hottest sex I've seen ever. Was it Crash Pad? Uh I don't know if it was Crash Pad. What was the name of that girl? We we had talked about producing porn at one point. We looked up this girl and it was like she's uh nah. Um, I, I don't remember. Let me let me see if I can Google her. I feel like maybe Jenna gave me a, gave me her name. But but anyway, it's like all female driven. Yeah. Real um real like sexy looking video and like I I feel like I could write a I feel like I could write a good like porn that would be super hot. It's more from the female's perspective essentially. Is what I, I'm talking about. I think for me, um, I definitely want to aim for uh, like making like artistic porn as well as like making sure that the models or like the performers that you selected had a genuine chemistry because I think that's what's lacking in most porn. Like it's you can watch it and like it's usually apparent that there's no chemistry off screen. I, so I think like I'd really want to get that kind of connection and like have it artistic and like you know what I mean more for females in that sense not that men don't enjoy well-produced porn I'm not saying that because I'm sure they do but I think the connection's more important for females amazing um I'm wondering I've, I have two things that I want to touch on before we wrap it up um the first thing is uh actually three things when is when is the time that you feel yourself most you feel the most sexy. When I come out of the shower and I've got like a quarter of an eyebrow and a naked face, well, that's when I'm feeling my best. And I'd say the second time would be when I'm camming, like under any circumstances, I feel like on top of the world. 
Sweet. Yeah. Um, and the the other thing I wanted to ask was what would what would you say is out of all the things you've done, do you have one thing, one act, one experience that trumps everything else in terms of its intensity or like Oh yeah. What's I've, the most extreme thing you've done? I did meet with somebody once and it was non sexual. Um to a degree, like it was sexual for them, but it was like a very niche thing where I had them lay on a counter top, which was covered in tinfoil and I, I tied them up and this was like, they had written me an email, like, um, putting this forward to me and would I be interested? And I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, and kind of piled my own ideas on there. But anyway, I had them lay on a tinfoil covered countertop tied up and I rubbed them with like oil, like cooking oil and spices and started cutting up vegetables around them. And I was like, I'm going to fucking eat you like and I'm going to cook you and like total cannibal fantasy. And I was just terrifying this person, but they were loving it. Whoa. I'd say that was probably my most intense. I got really into the zone because it was awesome. I'm like cutting carrots next to a naked man, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna cook you a three fifty, you bitch, and like this and that, and just tell them and like rubbing garlic into their skin. That really trumped it for me. Did he? Did he get off? On oh that? yeah, he like did loved he come? It. Did he like come? He you know, like I I didn't allow him to be like touch himself or no, anything like that. No, there was no none of that. But he did email me afterwards and, like, even leaving, he was, like, down on his knees, like, shaking my hands. Like, that was the best experience and, like, lived out of fantasy for him. And it was so great. And he had sent me an email and afterwards <laughs> just telling me it was, like, the best thing that had happened for him, like, sexually. Wow. So that that's nice. It makes me feel like the Wishmaster, too. Yeah. You know what like I mean? The, it's cool. The yeah. Wishmaster. That's the fucking title of this episode. <laughs> God damn. So like how just technically, like when you're you when you're playing out a fantasy like that, at what point how does it go from um having them arranged on the tinfoil with the vegetables to being like, "Okay, goodbye. This you, is time's up." What I did was we had it timed. I had like an actual timer like for cooking because I was going to put them in the oven. Mm -hmm. So we were timing the actual time of the session. But you were actually going to put them in the oven? For real? I I thought about it, but then I thought about the legal ramifications and I... You know, I had to pull back a little bit. I couldn't be as wild as I wanted to. Um, but what happened afterwards, like, we concluded the session. I'm getting the last of the spices rubbed into you. We're about to put you into the oven. Um, and then I was kind of like, like, is that good for you? Like, you want me to get you a towel? And, like, you know what I mean? Like, untied him. And there was, like, a fair amount of aftercare with that. Like, just making sure he was feeling good and, like, he was okay. And I hadn't, like, scared him too badly with, like, the, is this bitch really going to put me in the oven? <laughs> like, it was, like, I really talked him down from it afterwards. I didn't just, like, leave him on the counter <laughs> tied yeah, up right. and covered yeah. in spices. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't marinade. do that. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Do you, like, talking about all these um, experiences and, like, you know, you're, you're, you're very eclectic, very exciting, very bizarre sex life. Um, and I don't mean bizarre pejoratively. I just mean bizarre as in, like, 
it's not every day you talk to someone who's outwardly goes, yeah, I really want to fuck a clown. <laughs> but like talking to you about all these things, it, do you have like a, do you have a hard line? Like what, like what are, what are the things that you go, nah, I'm not fucking with that. I won't fuck with poop. That's the one thing I'm fine with pee. I literally got peed on like two days ago in a bathtub and that was fine. And I just, I'm not interested in the poop thing. Yeah. I, like, I'm not going to poop on you. It's pretty gross. And you can't poop on me. And I don't want anything to do with that. That's my hard line. Other than that, it's pretty crazy. Would pretty. you give someone your poop? Like in a box? Yes. Okay. Totally. Okay. For, For sure. Because you're kind of removed from it at that yeah, point. Yeah. At know? that point, it's that's all you. I yeah. would mail somebody my poop for sure. I don't know if that's legal, uh, but uh, for sure not. Uh, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> like no. Don't get any ideas. Yeah. I don't want to get contacted after the fact. Yeah. Like, hey, so <laughs> we found some shit, and uh, what about, it had to be Cassandra. What about what about like a used tampon? What, oh, used would you tampons. Um, sure. Yeah. Oh, for you sure. S- you sell your panties. Don't I you? sell panties, socks, boots. Um, Pussy Pops, if you've heard of that trend on the, the internet. No, please uh, no. enlighten me. Um, it's when you're on cam, not necessarily like to a, an audience, like it could be one-on-one, and you're kind of playing with yourself, and you will put the candy inside of you for a second, and then you you wait for it to dry, and then you mail that to somebody. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and that's actually pretty booming. It sounds like a cool. yeast infection waiting to happen. And do you know what? I'm very careful with that situation. Sugars really aren't supposed to be down there. It's not the best, but like you got to make sacrifices for the art sometimes. Yeah. And, well, and what if you just cleaned it like right after, right? Like exactly. that should probably help, right? Exactly. I'm not, probably, I'm probably not hanging like, out. I don't know about that. I'm not hanging out with them in there. Yeah. Um, I've got one in right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I definitely, that's one of my newer things. I've had. Um, I've never sold tampons or anything like that. I've sold bloody panties. That's pretty much as like gruesome as I've gotten for, for that. How much does a a pair of bloody panties go for? A pair of bloody panties would cost you about $160. Plus shipping? Yes, which you're handling. Yeah. (laughs) And if I'm going to mail you panties, what I usually request is for them to send me a selfie of them wearing them like a Bane mask. Nice. Afterwards. Amazing. It's great. I'm like, are you a satisfied customer? Then, you know, send me this photo. And do they always send it? Usually. Oh, that's awesome. Usually they do. That's amazing. Do you just have a collection of these photos in your phone? I do. I would love to see them when we're not <laughs> recording. Excellent poster. Yeah. It would make a great coffee table book. For yes. sure. <laughs> oh my God. I have so many new revenue streams <laughs> right now. Um, I'm wondering if, if like... I want to know, so I've never been, I've never experienced a professional dom before. I don't think it's something that I'm really, uh, I, it, it's not something that I immediately like go to in my head. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I've never experienced it. Say I'm a, uh, a guy who's going, hmm, I think I want to, I want to try this out. So I'm going to call up Cassandra and get her to take me to Starbucks What's that, what's that like conversation like? Like, what is that? Um, I like nerves. If somebody's new to something and they haven't like experienced it before, or even if they aren't sure if that's what they want, like 
I like people to approach me and like be completely honest, like, hey, I'm scared shitless of the possibilities of this, but I was kind of wondering. And then you kind of have like a conversation about yeah. like what their expectations are versus what your limits are. So I think just like honesty is a really good approach for that. And I'm, I try to be approachable so, as well. I think that's really important. Can we try it right now? Is that like is that something that we could try right now, or is that way too fucking weird? Like if <laughs> Brownie's looking at me like, "What are you fucking talking about, dude?" Like if I was like, "Okay, hey Cassandra, I um, I think that I want you to um, uh, like demasculate the fuck out of me, and uh, I want to feel degraded, but I really don't know how to where to go from here." Then I would probably say something along the lines of like, you know, like maybe you could e-transfer me $200 and we could go grab a coffee. And by coffee, I mean, you can sit across from me and drink my piss (laughs) while we discuss some terms. (laughs) And then I would probably say... Which uh, Starbucks? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sensational. That's how you do it. You just have to see. You have to see how they approach you, and then kind of give it back. Give it back from there. Yeah. Right. That's super interesting. Well, thank you so much, Cassandra, for coming in and uh, and being uh, so open to discussing your very exciting sex life. Thank you for having me. Uh, And thank you all so much for listening. Uh, That is it for this week. We will be back next week with another fascinating episode I'm sure Uh, and while you wait um, for that next week's episode why don't you head on over to uh, iTunes pop on onto the iTunes store and leave turn me on podcast a review Uh, subscribe to us for sure and give us a rating because those things all help uh, keep us on the iTunes charts or at least get us there Um, and uh, we would love that support um that's all Speaking I got. Speaking of seeking arrangement. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. We'll see you next week. Until then. Go fuck yourself. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.